You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Leading Lady Fitness Podcast. This is Steph Wilberting, your host. Here, we'll be talking about all things wellness, how it impacts our journey and affects the way we show up in the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this really amazing episode. Um, Our guest today is Jamie Greenberg. She is a celebrity makeup artist um, Jamie, hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for being here. You have 8 million things happening in your life. So I'm happy you're here. I'm really happy I'm here too. You also have, who doesn't have a million things happening in their life? Oh, you know, I think I talked about this already in another episode, but a friend of mine described the current state of our world as he used a supply and demand analogy. It's like we spent the last 18 months with our supply just deplete, 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 deplete. And now the demand is right back up and we're just all trying to build our supply, but it's hard. It is insane. And I think everybody feels the way, same way, but like nobody's willing to do anything about it. And you were hoping that maybe people that worked in these big conglomerate you know, situations, these, you know, big companies would kind of do the whole, like, you know what, come in if you want, if you get your work done. Like, I thought it would change the trajectory of how our lives are lived, but it didn't. And now I'm finding everybody kind of secretly being like, wouldn't be so bad if the Delta variant put us back in the house for a little bit. Like, it's horrible to say that, but like, everybody kind of wants a break again. And it's summer, so it's only going to get worse. I know. I know. Um, let's dive in. So listeners, three years ago, I had a gym in LA. It lasted a year. But during that year, this lovely woman, Jen Chan, we connected over social media and she said, you need to meet Jamie Greenberg. She lives in the Valley. She's a makeup artist, a mom. She's funny. She's real. I think you guys would hit it off message her and tell you I sent her, sent you. I was like, okay. So of course I go to Instagram and I stalked you for like a day or two. Cause I was like, I don't know who's. And then as I'm stalking, I was like, wait, I know this woman. 
I know this face. So then I eventually messaged you. And as I'm sending you, I go, wait, we waited tables together. That's how I just knew your face. So message Jamie and I say, any chance you worked at the Atlantic Grill on the Upper East Side? And your response was, fuck yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to cuss? I'm just kidding. Yes. Wait a minute. It's, I'm like, and for everyone listening, we haven't had our, we need to have like a meeting of the minds about that because you and I did a long, like a good year there. And like, we really grinded it out in New York City, living our dreams. It was all artists. Everybody was trying to be somebody. And it was a wild experience. And I can't believe we're in touch now. Like, it's kind of bonkers. It's mind-blowing. I remember I went and saw you do a stand-up set. I, I don't can't know believe where. that. I can't believe that. I mean, we're talking over 20 years ago. No. We were, yes. 19, no, it was, I didn't move to New York till 2001. I think so, I got you on the tail end. So I think it might have been 2001. Probably, yeah. So we're like 20 years. It's 2021, baby. I think you were like baby. the senior server. Oh, snap. I was getting that good section with the, bo- the booths. Yes. The banquettes. That was section three, I think. Or four, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, we're gonna um, have we to still get have into that yet. on another time. But. Yeah, we need to. We still have yet to meet in person, but this is wonderful. So, let's dive into a little bit of this podcast topic. Talk to me a little bit about your very genuine openness and vulnerability on social media about your body and your journey. Okay, so the short and long of it is. Um, growing up, I, my mother, may she rest in peace. She is no longer here. Such a bummer. But she was like a size zero, like no boobs, no ass, just a stick and like could eat whatever she want. Was very healthy. And I was like a complete opposite body type. I was like kind of zoftic and like had tits and has, has love handles. And like, I'm like a little like Russian borscht maker. Like that's what I, in a little shtetl, I'm short and I'm stout, you know, but, um, but I carry a switchblade. So my whole life, it was like dealing with like that, you know, like I was an athlete, but still like, I was always just a little bigger than everybody, but not like, you know, so it was definitely something that lived in my subconscious my entire life. Um, and as I've gotten older, I'm now in my 40s. Like, it's one of those things that I've really come to terms with and accepting of and really try not to go backwards with it. I've been on every single diet known to man. I am super active. I work out every day, you know, but I just never will be a size two. And that's, like, fine, you know. Um, So, and after I had three kids, I had stretched skin. Like, it looked like I had, like, been on Biggest Loser and like just like had that stretched skin look. My boobs could hit my legs. My stomach could hit the floor, you know, (laughs) from the windows to the walls. And so um, it was one of those things where like every time I would be naked looking at myself in the mirror, I would have this dialogue with myself and just be like, ew, like that's gross. But like whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and I couldn't, like it was really hard to wear clothes. I couldn't like, I would 
you know, if I got clothes that actually fit around my extra skin, they were too big everywhere else. And it was just like a real bummer. And I was, I've never had any sort of anything. No, I don't do anything. Like I get manicures and like my hair dyed. That's it. I've never had any face work. I've never had any like injectables, nothing. So I, for me to like go from zero to like doing a tummy tuck and a breast reduction and lift was like, it was out of, out of like character and like no one in my family do, did stuff. My mom never did anything. Like, so I was like, yeah. I was like really wrestling with myself. Like, do I do this? Am I being vain? Like, is this like, what am I doing? This is so not in my wheelhouse. Like, do I need to just work on my like mental more? But like every time I looked in the mirror, I was like, it's just, wasn't me. Like it just, I was like that I can run, I can hold a fucking four minute plank, but like, I can't, I, you know, so one day I went in for, I went in for a couple consultations over a long period, a couple year periods mm-hmm. of time. So I like went in and then I was like, nah, I'm not going to do this. Then I went in again, but you know, the dialogue just kept happening every time I'd be naked every time. And I'm like, what am I going to spend the rest of my life having this dialogue, negative dialogue with myself? So I went to this guy that was down the street from me in Encino, Dr. Bresnik, what up? (laughs) And I got a consultation and I was like, I'm going to book it. And I put down 50% of the money and was like, okay, let's do this. And it was very expensive. So like I knew that if I paid for it, like it was going to happen. And then I put like the rest of it on layaway and just like slowly (laughs) paid for it. And I went in and I was literally like, part of me was like, you're going to die. You're going to die. What are you doing? You're going to go get an eight-hour elective surgery so that you can fit in jeans? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I just like couldn't believe it that I was doing that. And um, I just did it. And I got to tell you, it was the best thing I ever did. Um, I... Now, listen, look, I'm showing you, and for the people out there, I'm not little. I still have huge boobs, you know, but they don't, they're lifted. I got them lifted and reduced. So I went from a size like 38, like it was like H, triple H, to like, now I'm like a 36, like double, sometimes triple D, depending on like how much I'm drinking or eating, you know? And then, um, you know, I'm a, I'm like a healthy size eight now I can wear, you know, um, I run like six to seven miles every day. I work out every day. Like if I can, like I'm in shape and like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not on a crazy diet. So it's not, it wasn't about like fitting into a mold. It was about just being more comfortable in my skin, literally like loose skin. So that, so, and I posted all of it for everybody to see. And people were so relieved to just see like the realness, like talking about it. And it, again, it's not about me having an eating disorder and being like, I need to be a size two and I'm never going to be that. And I, you know, this, I was actually vacationing for the past couple of weeks and Mm -hmm. I was working out every morning. I would go on like an hour run by myself, which was like sanity And then I kind of just ate whatever I wanted. You know, I kind of just like let my guard down. I have to be careful because I do get like migraines. So it's like can be (laughs) tricky. But I really just like had at it. And I'm not a binge eater or anything like that. I just like will indulge in sweets and just I'll just all day make like bad choices, you know. (laughs) But I got to tell you, and I know that I'm 
feel like I'm talking a lot, but I, I got to tell you, I also have colitis, um, mm-hmm. TMI. I'm just, we're getting real here. So we're getting I, real. I, I love telling people the real shit. So literally, um, and I always have issues even now. And I don't know, I was like running every morning in gorgeous East coast humidity <laughs> with the green f- trees and that smell that the East coast produces in the summer that I love so much. And I was eating I love. I was eating ice cream, and I was, you know, having the fries, and you know, and the colitis like totally went away, and I was feeling super happy, you know, and like were my pants a little tighter? Yeah, and they still are. And I'm trying to like just make smarter decisions, but like, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I am really having this like come to Jesus where I'm like, I'm so lucky that my body works. I'm able to run. I'm able to walk. I'm able to be, you know, that I'm just, I really am just having like an epiphany lately. And I'm just like, have to accept myself. And sometimes, you know, I'm around skinny, beautiful people all the time. And so for me, sometimes I'll go into like, oh, maybe I should really, you know, get with it again and start eating like 1500 calories a day and like be skinny and I'll do it for one day. And then I'm like, what are you doing? You're happy. You're fine. This is your vessel. You're so lucky that it works. And, and that's where I'm at right now. Well, this is what I'm, this is something I heard that I want to repeat back to you backing up, this is the through line I'm hearing, but backing up to you saying, I was so sick of the conversation I was having with myself every time you looked in the mirror. And then you did something that changed it, right? The, my opinion, the goal is to do what we need to do to change that conversation. It's going to be different for everyone. And that is where the shift happens, where we can start to have that self-talk moment more often where we're like, I like myself. I'm good. Yeah, I feel like shit from eating on vacation, but like I can drink more water and have a salad. Moving on. That's right. That's exactly what it is. And I got to tell you, Stephanie, I did get recently a couple DMs, I only remember the bad ones, that were like, you're a hypocrite, you talk about self-love, because every day I do talk about that, and then you went and got plastic surgery, and we can't afford plastic surgery, and we this, and, we, and you're a hypocrite, and I was like, you know what, first of all, like, that, I... I don't have like, I'm not rich. I can't afford it either. I worked extra hard. I saved my money. I paid it off over time. One. Mm -hmm. Two, I don't have to like answer to anyone, but I will answer to people. Everyone needs to just mind their own business and everyone just needs to focus on themselves and how they can be happy so that they spread happiness to others. Because everyone going around criticizing each other for not doing this or doing this or it's just a waste of energy. So I'm just like, I am going to pray for that person. And I'm not a hypocrite because you got to do what makes you happy. And you know what? I used to kind of judge people for getting plastic surgery because I was so against all that stuff. And now I'm like, I get it. It's like, if you don't like your nose, do something about it. If it's going to make you a better human, 
then do something about it and just mind your business. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Here's what. Okay. I'm trying to be conscious about how I'm explaining this because (laughs) with the way the world is right now coming out of, not yet, but feeling like we're coming out of this pandemic, every week I have clients say, how much should I work out? What should I eat? Like we're back to the should conversation. And that's, I didn't want it to happen, but I knew it would, right? And that's what I do. So it's my job to have this conversation. And the answer I keep coming back to is what is the thing you'll do more often that feels good? There's no diet. There's no right way of working out. I mean, I train people with kettlebells, barbells, dumbbells. And if you say to me, I love power walking, I'm going to give you your money back and tell you to go power walk every day because that's what you like. And this should conversation, I think, lives underneath those comments that people are sending to you, right? Because they're like, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. This woman who has a bigger platform than me is sharing her journey and it's affecting me a certain way. So I'm going to tell her. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And you're, you're right, Stephanie, because also it is like everyone needs to – because for a while, I'm very competitive. I played college sports. I'm a very competitive person. When I do something, I am like, I'm going to fucking win. Like that's just how I roll, right? Mm-hmm. So for a while, I would be you know in my zone of working out or eating or doing whatever I wanted to do. I'd get in really good shape, and I'd kind of poo-poo everybody else's – like lifestyle and be like, why are, why are they eating that? Why aren't they doing this? Why don't they work out? Why don't they this? And here's the thing. If your body, if you don't, you, you gotta, you gotta move your body. Okay. Because it's going to die on you if you don't. Right. <laughs> it's meant to move. It's right. like, it's meant to move. That's the, the way the body works. And it's miraculous. But over time, again, becoming more comfortable and accepting of myself, I have become that same way about people. And I'm like, oh, not everybody wants to run Fryman. Some people want to walk the block. And you know what? That's amazing. 
Just yeah. do something with your body. You don't have to be competitive. You don't have to do, you don't have to work out with a trainer. You don't have, you can power walk. Like if that's, just get your body moving. And I promise you, it's really for your mental well-being. Like for me, it's my Prozac. Like I'm yeah. not on medication. I, I have to work out for my mental and it just makes you, it's like you never regret it. I've never regretted it. Mm-mm. My coach, I had a health coach for a while. And she said to me, when we are judging other people, like you just shared your experience in the past, when we judge other people, it's because their behavior is rubbing up against something with us. So our judgment on them is a judgment on ourselves. And she made me do this judgment exercise. Every time you judge someone on the subway today, write it down. I ran out of paper immediately. She's like, Steph, we're humans. We judge. But the growth opportunity, opportunity is when we can recognize that we're judging and turn it around, which is what you did. Uh, yeah, if you are conscious and present in your judgment, you can change as a human. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I'm going to share one, and it's something I've never really shared publicly. I share it with my clients. There was a woman on the train with her husband, good-looking couple. They had wedding rings on. I assumed they were married to each other. And she was much heavier than me. And my immediate judgment was, why is she married and I'm not? That is not the way I want to be perceived in this world. No. And then I was like, Steph, you are wrapping up being chosen by a man with your weight. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Anyway, tell me a little bit, I think this is helpful for people to hear because I think people get stuck in how to get creative with prioritizing their fitness or their food. Tell me like what's kind of your thing right now? How is it working for you right now? Because right, it's going to change, but how's it working right now? Um, so right now I'm in this, like, you just got off vacation mode. You should be making smart decisions. Listen, whenever I do eat healthy, I feel better. So I know that that's like, you know, part of it. And also I always think about like, with, because I am a caretaker, like, what do I do for the people I'm taking care of? I mean, I'm always trying to feed them good stuff. Why don't I do that for myself? So Mm. right now I'm in this, like, so Again, oh, I was going to just tell you really quickly to cut to the judgment thing. So I have this group of friends that I go out to dinner with. They probably won't hear this, um, that I love. And it's four other women and myself, okay? So I wonder if people can relate to this. So two of the women in the group, like, have eating disorders. Like, they don't eat anything but salad, sauce on the side, grilled fish, no you know, that's their order every time we go out, right? And then the other two women who are skinny like to eat. Mm -hmm. So, and I've gone to dinner with the other two, the ones with the eating disorders, 
by myself for other reasons too. And so I, it got to this point where I started to notice their pattern that they were always, it's like, you know, when you go out for a dinner, it's like, can we get, we'll share a dessert. Well, like that took me a long time to get to, to enjoy going out to eat and ordering and enjoying eating. Like mm-hmm. really there's a joy to eating, you know? So I was so just annoyed every time I was like, oh, you guys are not fun to eat with. And it's, I actually have another friend that I just stopped being friends with because I could never eat with her and we would only go eat dinner together. And I was like, you're not. So I took a deep look into it and Mm -hmm. I realized it triggers me. It triggers me to eat with them because of their disorder, Mm -hmm. because I used to have the same disorder where I couldn't enjoy a meal. Every meal was, how do I restrict myself? And I, and I didn't enjoy food. It was really just like, I have to eat because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And I want to eat as little as possible. And I want to get the sauce on the side. And, no, and listen, there are days that I do that. But if we're going to a celebratory dinner, I'm like, why do we always go out to eat? Why don't we just go hang somewhere? Right. You know? And it's always like, they have like their half glass of wine. And it's like so regimented that it triggers me. And I literally had a conversation with them and I was like, and I am very sarcastic. So I'll make a, make comments like, oh, we're going out with the anorexics. Oh, we're, go-, you know, and then I'm like, that's mean. That's not nice. They're, they have their own issue with food. And we recently, I've talked to both of them about it. And I said, listen, I want to apologize for coming at you in such an aggressive way. But I did a long, you know, like when I run is when I think about stuff. And I was like, I thought about it. Your disorders which they both admitted they had, right? trigger me. Because there is something in me, my younger self, that is like, you should be doing that too. You should be ordering the salad with no sauce. You mm-hmm. should order the salmon with no sauce because you're a fat fuck and now you're going to order the dessert and eat that too. Like that's So I'm like, you, but going out to dinner with you guys, it makes me feel bad about myself because mm. I'm not making the right choice. You know? Yeah. So even last night, I was like, and so we've had that conversation, and last night was the first dinner that we had together, and they did the same thing. They're still in that, didn't touch the dessert, drank their quarter glass of wine, you know, and I'm so sensitive to it, but I was like, it is what it is, and I have to get over it. It's not my life. That's their struggle. But you were saying it is. It's. it was me seeing myself. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't have to repeat myself. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I, um, I was reading something really recently that said, I don't want to look back and realize that I spent my life trying to lose weight and eat salads. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that, and you know, I mean, I'm a coach. I, I coach fitness. I'm a, a food behavior coach. But I have to think about it every day. And I used to get angry. I was like, am I never not going to think about this? And now, 20 years into working on it, I'm like, yeah, you are. But it's also what you're doing with it. right? I'm, I've turned it into my thing, my work. But it is something I have to think about every day. So how do I want to think about it? Which is back to that comment you had about self-talk. So 
It is. Yeah. And it, it is. And I think we're in a similar kind of situation now because, you know, you deal with it for so long. And I, again, I'm in this like crux of realization where it's like, I look at pictures of when, of, from 10 years ago when I was the hardest on myself and I look great, <laughs> you know? know? So what if I'm not like a size two? I look great. I and know. like, you're right. And I look at my grandmother's 97. She's this little butterball. She's like, looks like a minion. She's like, you know, 311. <laughs> Just kidding. Not really. But she's the borscht maker too. That's where I get my looks from. But like, fuck. I mean, guys, we all get ugly. We all get <sighs> fat and wrinkly and gross. And you know, we need to just celebrate ourselves at this moment. And if you have a really bad relationship with food and exercise, then you need to work harder, you know, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But if you're just not, if you're not perfect, you know, like life is short and like, I want to eat ice cream. I, yeah. I don't I want to do that stuff. Like I want to eat every day. We went to this place in the Poconos mm -hmm. called Woodlock. For those of you on the East Coast, it's great. You family fun time. And every day they'd have this baked, special baked good. Like one day was like a French crumble cake. Mm. The next day was like chocolate chip cookies. The next day, but they had this bakery on site and everything was like ridiculous. And I was like, the first day I was like, oh, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even open the can of worms. Mm -hmm. And then by day three, I was like, what else you got back there? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like back the truck up into my mouth. Um, but it really, you're right. Life is so fucking short. Like It's it, so short. It is. And I'm at an age now where I'm like, we're like, we are, and my brother said, the back nine. We're on the back nine now. Yeah. I am. I don't know if you're quite at the back nine yet. I'm a past. I'm 46. Oh, yeah. So we're both in the back nine. Yeah. 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 And it's true. It's like my mom, like when I think about it, my mom died at 64. And I'm like, oh, that means I could possibly have 20 years left on this earth. Like, what am I going to sit here for 20 years and just beat myself up? Yeah. No. Yeah. And believe me, it's a constant struggle every day to not beat myself up. I have to talk to myself and change it. Mm -hmm. And then I get to that gratitude place where I'm like, thank God my legs work. Thank God I'm able body. Yeah. Because I, I see people that aren't every day and I'm sad for them. It's perspective. It's perspective. It's experience. And wherever whoever's listening to this, wherever you are, on your journey, if you feel like you have so far to go, I say, don't worry about the finish line. Just today. It's all Just you today. have. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Listen, I could talk to you forever. I know. We got deep, huh? I know. And we will talk forever at some I point. I know. We really need to. Yeah. It's so good to see you. Um, everybody follow her. Jamie Makeup. I have your Bly lighter. <laughs> I love you. Um, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Everybody have a great day. Jamie, thank you for being here. Um, everyone, be well. Take care. See you soon. Thanks for joining us today. Check out other episodes on all streaming platforms, including the Broadway Podcast Network app. 
Be well and see you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.